eyes make the stars look like they're not shining Her hair, her hair falls perfectly without her trying She's so beautiful And I tell her every day Yeah, I know, I know When I compliment her she won't believe me And it's so, it's so sad to think that she don't see what I see But every time she asks me do I look okay I say, when I see your face, there's not a thing that I would change, cause you're amazing, just the way you are, and when you smile, the whole world stops and stares for a Good morning and welcome to Road Warrior Radio. You're tuning in live this Wednesday, February 14th, 2024 on the one and only Republic Broadcasting Network. And in case you didn't know, you know now it's Valentine's Day, isn't it? So there you go. That's fun. We'll bump Valentine's Day today because that's not weird with everything else that's going on. It's, you know, like every other day, it's a very strange mix of things. So what do you do? I guess you just go with it and... uh You know, it is what it is. So you just you just work through it. So that's what we'll do. This America stuff um, really is just stuck on my mind. And we'll, you know, we'll continue doing that at some point. There's just so much to unpack in that. And uh, there's only so much time. There's only so many hours in a day. Who has time to... Um, spend to invest understanding things but I'm telling you if if you know the history it really changes things it changes everything our perspective uh, our patriotism and you know, that's another thing that I've been thinking about maybe today we'll we'll slow down on that stuff a little bit I don't know and Maybe handle some business a little bit, current events and things. I don't know. I put together a list of like 77 links. I should publish that. That, you know, if you just start looking at Wikipedia entries, and that's definitely not exhaustive. It's really not even probably the best list of um, where to look. But, you know, on our history our history, our American history was born out of the age of the Enlightenment, patently uh, unbiblical. The idea of separation of church and state, not that I subscribe to it, but it's important to understand what the guys who were, who wrote those founding documents, what was on their mind, what was shaping their perspective. And, um, Basically, it's a handoff from the Constantinian days of the state-sanctioned religion to, hey, this is a new thing. The new thing is a religion, too. It's, you know, the vacuum, but not really. And um, the the old adage, nature abhors a vacuum. We're going to create one. Only not really. Something fills it. And that thing was, you know, this was right. This is right on the heels of the scientific revolution. Science is the new international language, but it's really not new. It's the same old Genesis 11 thing. If you understand that story, I, I think I see that picture clearly in a way that even the what you would call Christian historians who have studied this stuff, they don't see it in the. It's so, it's just so obvious. It's right there. How have we missed this while we've been encouraged, persuaded, you know, to not see it, to see other things, to believe other things, and to um, 
you know, we've been dissuaded from seeing this. It's so obvious. If you read the Bible and it's true, you can see that plot right from the beginning and constantly reemerging on the historical scene. Anyway, the age of enlightenment, age of revolution, um, scientific revolution is in there. It's a, it's a, an alphabetical list. People, you know, some people you haven't heard of Baruch Spinoza, Others you have, Kant, Rousseau, um, Joseph Priestley is probably a person most people haven't heard of, but he was influential, you know, Unitarian leanings. Uh, Emanuel Swedenborg is a guy most people have probably not heard of, but these, you know, their ideas were very influential. And usually you only hear about them and realize that in graduate studies and things like that. So anyway, that's, it is what it is. Before we get too far down the road, we should start with the prayer because that's the best way to start. So Matthew 18, 20, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, Jesus said, there I am in the midst of them. James 5.16, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And Ephesians 6.12, the armor. But first we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the worldly governors, against uh, the princes of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness which are in the high places. That's what's going on. Um, That's the battle. So, the Lord's Prayer and the full armor of God, along with a couple of other things for good measure. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Let us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Lord, please help us to put on the full armor of God. Help us to gird our loins about with truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Help us to take up the shield of faith. Put on the helmet of salvation. Take up the sword of the Spirit. And pray at all times in the Spirit. Lord, I pray that no weapon formed against the righteous shall prosper, that all who walk in error would come to know the truth and Christ. Please reveal our hypocrisy and double-mindedness. I pray unrepentant evil doers be brought swiftly to justice and wickedness be brought swiftly to an end. Righteousness be restored in the land. And I pray poisonous trees and their offshoots like brands and agencies, for example, And whatever else conceived in malice would collapse under the weight of their own evil. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. So, um, it's interesting to observe how many things are voluntary. When you look around and we see the problems that we face in the society, so much of what we, what we are facing is voluntary. And our response to things is voluntary. There's a lot of um, you know, terrorism is theater. I thought it was really interesting. So did you notice during the Super Bowl there was apparently a streaker? I haven't gone back and looked for this, but uh, apparently there was a streaker. But there was no, you know, there was a there was a brief mention of it. And then that was it. And there was a moment. If you if you weren't listening, you were just watching, you didn't see anything. There was a pause. And then it was back to the game. And I thought that was very interesting. 
as opposed to the response to, you know, let's say what happened on October 7th, 2023, for example, and how the, the entire world has been subjected to this fear and terror campaign ever since then. And just how absurd it is to imagine that, you know, here, look, here's, here's how we train. No, this is exactly where we train and how we trained for a year. This is what we were doing. And, uh, you know, we had GoPros on for the whole thing and here's the footage and stuff. And it's, it's all published everywhere and you can see it going out in a 72 hour, uh, loop, 72 hour news cycle. It's everywhere. You, you know, if you turn on a television or look at a, a device or something, you can't escape it. It's everywhere. Flooded the zone, so to speak, with this imagery. I remember being in a small town in Montana, population less than 1,000. And then in a smaller place, it's so small you can't even really call it a town. And hearing people, this was a few years ago. What do they call it, B.C.? It was probably like two or three B.C. before COVID. That's not a thing. We shouldn't do that. Anyway, being in a small place and hearing people say, well, did, did ISIS take uh, responsibility for it? And I just thought that was the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Kind of like wanting to do the Bellamy salute when I hear the Pledge of Allegiance. I want to, you know have a an intense moment of fellowship so that we can discuss how ridiculous that is. Well, Chris, why do you say that? Um, well, for starters, where did these groups come from? The radical Islamic groups. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that we know of. as part of Operation Cyclone, an ongoing effort for years and years, over a decade, so that we can incubate this group and then, you know, are you going to, are you going to, you know, catch air and take flight? Are you going to do it? Are you going to get liftoff? Okay, they got liftoff. Now we can, they finally know what they're doing. We can go home now. So that that one splinters off and spawns other groups like it. How do they learn to do all of that? You know, I mean, it's not, it's not complicated. Robin Cook was right. The, the, the fix is easy. He told us 15 years ago, 14 years ago, denying them Funding, support, funds and recruits, you know, success will only come from isolating the terrorists and denying them support, funds and recruits, which means focusing more on our common ground with the Muslim world than on what divides us. The same could be said of what happened in Gaza or what was alleged to have happened. You know, do you think that Innocent people want to be bombed to oblivion back into the Stone Age? Of course not. You know, it's so absurd. Anyway, seeing these things, you just have to, you know, do, do we really believe this stuff? I mean, you see, you see them handle it properly on the Super Bowl. It's not, I mean, I wasn't there, but I imagine they probably didn't put that up on the Jumbotron. They didn't reward this person in Pavlovian, Skinnerian sort of fashion for their bad behavior. Maybe the same rules should apply when it comes to terrorism as theater. Why are we subjected to it? And it's a rhetorical question. We both know why, don't we? Because you're supposed to be afraid in strategy of tension fashion so that you want me on that wall, you need me on that wall. Because without the, the fear campaign, without the terror, the terror, terrorism as theater, you wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a thought. 
So that's interesting, I think. Um, I'll bounce around a little bit. No, maybe I'll come back to that. So, uh, let's see, email. Um, Larry sends me yesterday the World Government Summit stuff, events, which is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Where is that? Uh, I thought this one was particularly ridiculous. It's all ridiculous, but, you know, world government. I mean, you, you read this stuff, and it's all just garbage. If I may rant on Valentine's Day, is that inappropriate? Um, this one really stands out to me, though, for whatever reason. Dr. Roy Casagranda. Austin, what in the actual heck is going on here? Austin Community College. What is this guy, Dr. Roy Casagranda, from, you know, professor of government, Austin Community College? What is he doing at the World Government Summit? Tedros, Sam Altman, Kristalina Georgieva, and Dr. Roy Casagranda from Austin Community College, professor of government. Whatever, I, you know, I think it's all ridiculous. Not just the Roy stuff. Yeah. Ridiculous. And then, you know, all of the other... Well, let's see. So it's it's over, it ends today, Right. What am I talking about? You know what? We should maybe we should play what I'm talking about, and uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the World Government Summit. Can we do this real fast before we go out? Maybe we can do that. State of the world highlights from Doctor Evil himself. He's not there this year, I don't think. I believe. There are some people who claim we are now in a deglobalizing world. But actually, I would say we have to re-globalize this world. We have to make sure that we strengthen cooperation because, as it was mentioned, we are faced with issues which are of existential importance for humankind. We, through joint efforts, we could really make this world a better place by using the capabilities we have. Isn't that fun? That World Government Summit. So just looking at some of this stuff. Uh, I will uh, give you some examples of what I mean when we come back. Sabes que ya llevo un rato mirándote Tengo que bailar contigo hoy Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, 
pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Health Simple with Colorado Shilji. Fact bit number one. What goes in must come out. Whatever we ingest, breathe in, or transfer by contact must be expelled. Expelled directly as burned calories, through perspiration, respiration, or expelled via urinary and gastric channels. Every element that is not properly used or removed by our bodies become toxins. And toxins, as we know, are causal to every disease and ailment. Toxins are what makes us subpar unable to be at our best. Be your healthy best by cleansing your body of daily and deeply embedded toxins. Live stronger, and we hope live longer. Shilajit, legit Shilajit, that is like Colorado Shilajit, is perhaps the greatest homeopathic whole body remover of toxins made by Mother Earth. Look to the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Valentine's Day. Things are awful enough. I think I'll forego the usual you know I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe we'll who knows. Maybe we'll do the Lupercalia discussion. Um, because it's always good to get rid of the double mindedness. Anyway. Maybe we'll set that aside for now. So the World Government Summit thing, is it world government? It's so confusing. They don't even know what they're doing. Go to the Wikipedia entry, for example. It's World Government Summit. Governments, not plural. But then it says, so, you know, you have the World Government Summit. And then uh, the first, the opening sentence, the World Governments, plural, summit is an annual event held in Dubai, UAE. If you're not familiar or unaware somehow, you live in a cave halfway around the world. Um, UAE is 
uh, over there on the Persian Gulf, which, I don't know, when I see these things, I can't help but think of Henry Kissinger's um, IISS speech back in 2010, International Institute for Strategic Studies, you know, where he and his pal Z-Big were uh, both whatever part of the leadership, IISS. Um, his global strategic review speech, 2010, when he said the center of gravity of world affairs has left the Atlantic and moved to the Pacific and Indian Oceans. Hmm. Pacific and Indian Oceans. But then as a sort of an afterthought, later on in his speech, he mentioned that... Um, We're not, how did he say it? The U.S. is a Pacific country. It cannot be excluded from East Asia, nor China or India from the Middle East. U.S. is a Pacific country. It cannot be excluded. That's kind of a duct tape and bailing wire staple on kind of a thing. And, you know, in that speech, he, shortly before he said that, he said, you know, the scope of, uh, for so dominant American and America is shrinking as a result of a number of objective factors. Numbers one and two were America has been involved in three successive wars with vast domestic consequences, Vietnam, Iraq, and Afghanistan, but they're not really wars because Congress declares war, and that hasn't happened since World War II, obviously. I think 1948, 47, 47? No, that, that's wrong. What is it? Uh, there was one one other declaration after December 8, 1941, right? I think, if memory serves. Anyway, it was World War II, not 47, 48, I don't think. It was uh, earlier. Anyway, it's been a while. And obviously, it's not Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan, or any of that. And so, when you when you hear what he says, that... Halford McKinder has left the building and it's the uh, the heartland that's important. What have we done? What was seven countries in five years all about? If you, if you pull out a map of the area that we don't care about because we're Americans, uh, you, will, you will quickly realize, I think, that we've done a bang-up job, pun perhaps intended, of clearing away some of the troublesome, meddlesome people and places in the New Silk Road route. That's what I think. That's what I see. It seems like that's what's been happening. A couple trillion dollars, and you know what? We did the dirty work for old school bad guys. Congratulations, America. So if we knew some of these things, I think we would, we would view patriotism differently. Many people come back from far distant lands that most people have never heard of and probably couldn't pronounce and say, you know what? What the nightly news is telling you is not what we're doing over there, wherever over there is. I think we would view our patriotism differently. Are we headed into a break? Yeah. Stick around. We'll be right back. I used to believe in the beauty of this world until it faded. But then you made me see life even better than before. You took me places in life. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
Tehebo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. The club isn't the best place to find the lovers, so the bar is where I go. Me and my friends sat at the table doing shots, tripping fast, and then we talk slow. And you come over and start up a conversation with just me, and trust me, I'll give it a chance. Now take my hand, stop it, and the man on the jukebox, and then we start to dance. And now I'm singing like, girl, you know I want your love. Your love was handmade for somebody like me. Come on now, follow my lead. I may be crazy, don't mind me. Say, boy, let's not talk too much. Grab on my waist and put that body on me. Come on now, follow my lead. Come, come on now, follow my lead. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. I'm in love with the shape of you. It's Valentine's Day. We're bumping Valentine's Day. Uh, let me ruin Valentine's Day. So if you go to the Wikipedia entry for Lupercalia, um... There is no contemporary evidence to support the popular notions that Gelasius abolished the Lupercalia or that he or any other prelate replaced it with the feast of the purification of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And how do those two like where where do the you know, where do they meet? Where do they intersect? A literary association between the Lupercalia and the romantic elements of St. Valentine's Day dates back to Chaucer, you know, Canterbury Tales, and poetic traditions of courtly love, which, I don't know, I just feel creeped out about it, reading it. Um, And then, you know, I guess, as a final note, under the section titled Legacy, this is on the, the Lupercalia Wikipedia entry. 
Horace's Ode 318 alludes to the Lupercalia, the festival or its associated rituals. Rituals, that's fun. Gave its name to the Roman month of February. Mensis Februarius. You know how they say all roads lead back to Rome. And thence to the modern month. The Roman god Februus personified both the month and purification, but seems to postdate both. William Shakespeare's play, Julius Caesar, begins during the Lupercalia. Mark Antony is instructed by Caesar to strike his wife, Calpurnia, in the hope that she will be able to conceive. Research published in 2019 suggests that the word leprechaun derives from lupercus. So that's fun. Leprechauns and love, it all goes together. See, it's just it's just a nice homogenous mass. All all roads lead to Rome. From the beginning of the Wikipedia entry, Lupercalia, also known as Lupercal, was a pastoral festival of ancient Rome, observed annually from February 13th through the 15th to purify the city, promoting health and fertility. Lupercalia was also known as Dies Februatus after the purification instruments called Februa, the basis for the month uh, named Februarius. And I've talked about this in the past. Really, you know, we should probably play the Tex Mars clip about Kabbalah here being just a giant sex cult. This is the same thing. That's what all this stuff is. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so ironic about, you know, Easter, for example, and the the commingling of the pagan stuff with the Christian stuff and the Christians, you know, go to Easter mass and then come home and have an Easter egg hunt. And you're, you know, worshiping, you're celebrating the resurrection of Christ you know, happy resurrection day, and then you're going home and you're celebrating a pagan fertility ritual as part of the sex cult, which is probably why, <laughs> you know, God tells us don't do that. And in Romans 14, if it's not a big deal for you, that's fine, but don't let, you know, don't cause your brother to stumble because it's not a big deal for you. Maybe don't do that. Anyway, it's interesting, you know, and, you know, speaking of that, and this sort of ties into the, um, our American history stuff. If you do your homework on, on your American history, your, your American founding, um, undoubtedly, at some point very soon, especially depending on what, um, you know, in what political circles maybe you traffic, so to speak. Not, you know, um, whether intentionally or otherwise, I, I think I should say. Um, you will undoubtedly come across David Barton. Um, but if you keep, you know, and probably the, the, uh, interview with Ben Shapiro, for example, where David Barton saying what he's saying, um, but <clears throat> if you keep digging, you will undoubtedly encounter John Fia. For example, uh, he wrote a piece back in 2016, for example, Still Misleading America, about Thomas Jefferson. And he talked about David Barton's work and how it's been discredited. And, you know, um, who is it? Is it... Uh, Thomas Nelson, 
published his book, The Jefferson Lies, Exposing the Myths You've Always Believed About Thomas Jefferson. And um, Martin Marty, the dean of American Church Historians, said that the book should be named Barton's Lies About Jefferson. Anyway, as the story goes, as John Fia wrote anyway, a group of African-American pastors in Cincinnati criticized Barton for refusing to expose Jefferson as a racist and a slaveholder. These pastors petitioned Thomas Nelson to stop publishing the book. But the strongest attack on Barton's work came from Warren Throckmorton, Michael Coulter, uh, and Michael Coulter professors at Grove City College. Um, as Fia points out, Throckmorton and Coulter never claimed to be historians. Throckmorton is a psychology professor, Coulter is a political scientist. But they did prove to be excellent fact checkers in a style that can only be described as blow by blow. These professors debunked virtually every claim that Barton made about Jefferson. Eventually, the conservative evangelicals who supported Barton became concerned about the veracity of the integrity and the integrity of the Jefferson lies. Jay Richards, a Christian philosopher and intelligent design advocate affiliated, affiliated with the Discovery Institute in Seattle, gathered a team of conservative evangelical historians together to evaluate the book. These historians found the book to be inadequate in its treatment of Jefferson and filled with historical errors of fact. In light of the committee's recommendation, Thomas Nelson pulled the book from print. Throughout the entire ordeal, Barton defended his scholarship. I'm sure he believes what he's saying, but it's just not true. If you dig into the details, he's really good uh, at massaging uh, you know, the truth, history, facts, and dealing with things on a very shallow level. But when you dig in, as the historians have, to the details, to the gory details, you know, like um, congregational affiliation does not always mean anything. Of course, you were you were a congregant and you know how many of these folks were politicians do politicians ever do things to you know advance their political cause of course they do they always have that's a cliche of history maxim of history so you have to take into account the nuances uh, understand what's going on behind the scenes, put things in proper context. Barton seems to have real difficulty doing that. His his version of things, you it serves a specific purpose, obviously. And the historians have gone back, even those who aren't historians like Throckmorton and Coulter, go back and, you know, as Fia puts it, blow by blow, debunk virtually every claim that Barton has made about Jefferson. So anyway, continuing throughout the entire ordeal, Barton defended his scholarship in the Jefferson lies and seemed surprised that Tom, Thomas Nelson decided to stop the print run. In late 2015, the publishing arm of the right-wing website WorldNet Daily published a second edition of the Jefferson lies. That's... Um, What's his name? Joseph Farah and, uh, you know, guys like Willie Chobot. I've talked about that stuff in the past. How just like, come on, guys, really? They're all out to get us. Willie Chobot's like, they're coming to get you because I was one. I know. I mean, come on. <sighs> Speaking of terrorism as theater and the strategy of tension. WorldNet Daily published a second edition of The Jefferson Lies it's in its promotional literature, WorldNet Daily describes Barton's book as, quote, the New York Times bestseller pulled from the shelves because of political correctness, end quote. It should be uh, factual correctness or lack thereof, actually. Apparently, Barton made some changes to respond to Throckmorton and Coulter's criticism, but the general argument remains the same. Barton continues to deny 
that there is anything wrong with his research or portraying or portrayal of Jefferson, though he had discredited he had been discredited by nearly every practicing American historian in the country. Parenthetically, Fia adds he could not find an American historian willing to endorse the book. And um, so, you know, you'll bump into uh, David Barton, but if you keep digging, you will also uh, bump into folks like... um, Uh, Greg Frazier is one of them. And some other folks. Were the American founding, founding fathers Christians? That's an hour and 11 minutes. That's interesting. Uh, I think in that, Greg Frazier actually mentions David Berceau, which is, um, he pronounces Berco, it's Berceau, but it's spelled B-E-R-C-O-T, so it's, you know, phonetically Bercot. David Berceau is, he's definitely one of the experts, and so the 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 tie-in here, circling back to the Lupercalia stuff, is you know, if you listen to some of um, Berceau's interviews, like with, um, what's his name? Um, oh, gosh. Um, Reagan Schrock. Some of those, you know. Tertullian, an introduction, David Berceau, episode 105, Lessons from Church History, episode 120. Some fascinating stuff, you know, the American Revolution and the Kingdom of God, episode 46, and an Anabaptist view of salvation, episode 78. Those are fun. Uh, you know, you, you, it's, it's very interesting. David Berceau is one of the guys who's been hot on the trail for decades since the eighties. So, you know, worth listening to. And again, the point here, circling back to Lupercalia is he says, you know, he, because of his legal background and title work background, you know, most of us go back. We sort of try to reverse engineer what has happened And he said, he actually, you know, I forget who he said it was. Somebody said, you know, the early church history or historical faith. And uh, he sort of paused at one point, kind of like it sort of reminds me of um, Kerry Mullis talking about writing about HIV and AIDS. And we know that HIV causes AIDS. And he's like, wait a second. How do we know that? I need to I need to source that. So let me ask around. Luke Montagnier, how do we know that? HIV causes AIDS. I don't know. Oh, well, that's weird. Huh. I guess we don't know, even though we've been repeating this over and over and over. So in similar fashion, David Berceau says, yeah, what is the historical faith? What is the, what does that look like? Where, and, and then he says, you know, I went back and I examined that and holy cow, But he says coming forward, the way that he did it that way, going back and then coming forward, you can see where things split off or where something new is introduced. And all of a sudden, things go this way. And you have all of these offshoots. Reminds me of things like Lupercalia. Hopefully that wasn't too seemingly random. It wasn't random, but it is what it is, you know? It's one of those days. It is. It's an is. It is what it is. Day. So anyway, Greg Frazier, um, David Berceau, um, and uh, 
many others. Maybe I'll put together a list of names. The anti-David Barton crew. Not really, but, you know. It's not it's not the anti-David Barton. It's the let's let's tell the truth. You know? Um obviously speaking of that Martin Marty um Throckmorton and Coulter, guys like that. You get the point. Stick around, we'll be right back. You gotta go and get angry at all of my honesty. You know I try, but I don't do too well with apologies. I hope I don't run out of time, cause someone call a referee. Cause I just need one more shot, have forgiveness. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science-analyzing broad. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Call it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic because we're still here i'm not taking the vaccine you bill gates there was a way forward still on january 6th what needed to be done is to object to every single state the covid 19 virus was the setup the vaccine could very well be a bioweapon the patrick and jeremy show Tuesday at 9 Central, and Wednesday at 1 Central. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, wavy when I turn it on. All from my city, all from my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off it. Moving so phenomenally. Come on, lock the way we rock it. So don't stop. And under the lights when everything goes. Nowhere to hide when I'm getting you close. When we move, well, you already know. So just imagine. Nothing I can see but you when you dance, dance, dance. Feel a good, good creeping up on you. So just dance, dance, dance. Come on. 
Welcome back. It's in the air, it's in my blood. Yeah, I'm dancing. I call this stuff bubble gum. It makes my teeth hurt, makes my sweet tooth hurt. It's vapid, but you know what? It's Valentine's Day. What are you going to do? So, um, hopefully the explainer made sense. I think, you know, if you haven't, maybe read some of these guys, John Fia, you know, you can listen to some of his stuff. He's been around, um, and been interviewed everywhere. Um, then there's that weird story about Jefferson's, um, Oh gosh, weird history. That that that's it. Um, if the story is true, and many of the details are, maybe it's been sensationalized a little bit, but not too much. I don't think it's been embellished much. Um, weird history. The Weird History YouTube channel did a video last January eighteen, January eighteen, twenty twenty three. Title Thomas Jefferson modeled the Declaration of Independence on a scandalous divorce case. <laughs> and it is a weird story, but you know, drawing from his case notes, apparently. Yeah, it's a short video. I don't know. Maybe we'll play it. In the second hour, because again, if you know the history, this, I mean, the romanticizing of things, what am I thinking of? Um, you know, I mean, so many episodes of history, you know, I could get in trouble, but it's history, you know, the, the famous raising of the flag in Iwo Jima, for example, you know, romanticized stick around second hour coming up. We'll be right back. hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 